Here we are. We're live. Good evening, everybody. Hope everyone's doing fantastic. Having rumble problems again, so I apologize for not being being not being on rumble. Um, my apologies. I'm trying to figure this out. Like, just like literally, that's why we're running late. I was trying to figure it out why we're not on rumble. Um, but anyway, um, normally we are on rumble. Uh, my name is Jeff Galman of Solid Canine Training. This is the lovely Joel sitting next to me, and we are with um, Solid Canine Training. And this is the What Would Jeff Do show. It's a Q&A show. Um, folks will ask their questions. They'll type it in. Joel will read them to me, and I will answer them. You'll notice the cadence of the of the most of the questions are, "How do you stop? How do you stop? How do you stop?" And um, most of it's unwanted behavior, so we have to use the word punishment. Um, punishment is the correct terminology. So people can disagree with it. They can hate it. It could be a trigger word for them. They can associate it with abuse, but that's on them. That is on all of, all of the folks that do that. But the actual term is punishment. You apply a punisher to instill an inhibitor to stop it unwanted behavior. That's just the way it is. And what's happening in dog training is everybody's sugarcoating and pussyfooting and being a bunch of wimps about the actual, not only the terminology, but the protocols, procedures, and actually training methodology that it takes to stop unwanted behavior. Um, obviously, if you ask us how to do a downstay, I'll say, well, number one, get the green to graduate program, but we're going to use a reward-based system. But I'll say, if you want to know step-by-step, step, get our Green to Graduate program, and that's available on our academy. And Joel's probably going to put up the academy link numerous times today because um, it's, a very, it's actually very, very important um, that uh, uh, people go to this. And Joel's also going to make another announcement tonight about... Oh, announcement. I'll make the announcement. It doesn't really matter who makes the announcement. Um, but um, this is the academy right here. So, and you can, um, the Green to Graduate right now, there's a $50 off coupon that's available right there. If you go to academy, it, it's right actually there. So grad 50 at the checkout. Also hit subscribe at a, at a minimum because there's going to be information going out that usually other people don't see. And there's specials we offer that other people don't see. So you're going to want to definitely subscribe to it. But also if you want to get a one-on-one -on -one with me, and a lot of people need one-on-ones, a lot of people are really, really struggling. And a one-on-one -on -one online consult is the way I do my one-on-ones between our one-on-one -on -one consults and our online programs, you probably don't have to hire a dog trainer. You can actually rehabilitate aggression with those two things. We also have something called Mastermind coming up. It's a one that's coming up actually um, in about uh, four weeks. And it's a wonderful five-day program. It's right here in Sarasota, Florida. And it's a fantastic five-day dog training personal growth um, clients, uh, working with clients, um, working with difficult dogs, behavior mod, obedience. Uh, we'll have plenty of dogs here for everybody to work. It's live. It is in person. And I do have housing available as well. There's a fee for that, but it's available. Um, two of my rental homes I've booked so um, people can get individual rooms um, and you can do that. But um, Unfortunately, in this industry, a lot of people are just sugarcoating um, dog training. One thing you will not get from me is sugarcoating bullshit. A lot of people don't like my delivery. Um, and I always say to people, then don't worry about the delivery, but listen to the content. So pay attention to the content. You know, here's something that we'll never get 
it's not, you know, and, and I'm not a negative person, but it will never get any good traction when it comes to social media because it's not fancy. It's not glamorous. It's not a dog lunging. It's not a dog, um, you know, uh, fighting with another dog. And just watch this video. This is at a cafe. It's on our Instagram pages. If you want to go to our Instagram page, these are the four California dogs. They're in an indoor cafe. They're in down. They're not in down because of any tools or anything at all. Like they can be off leash right now and they're in a down. These dogs came to us a few weeks ago fighting like nasty fights. Sweet Pea, who's now literally a sweet dog, was um, uh, 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 started fights with everybody. A dog would bark, I'll attack you. You guys are playing rough, I'll attack you. Another dog barks in the distance, I'll attack who's next to me. And now we these dogs didn't know their names that well. They didn't know obedience. They sure as heck didn't know obedience in a crowded cafe. They didn't know duration. And they definitely were not calm. And in this video, Sweepy is actually sleeping. Sleeping. And if you watch a video that Joel put up today, you'll see them at Dick's Sporting Goods yesterday. In a down. And I'm actually jumping over them numerous times recalling them, and this is inside of a store. You'll see them go on structured walks. You'll see them at outdoor cafes. I just want you to know, we're not magicians. Guess what we did? Our Green to Graduate program. That dog, Sweet Pea, was corrected. Sweet Pea, Sweet Pea was corrected one time, once, for fighting. One time, I applied a very firm punisher, which took three seconds. They've been with us for almost three million seconds. Think about that. That's why when folks are on this positive reinforcement only, you don't know what you're talking about. Aversives ruin relationships. You don't know what you're talking about. People actually are lying to you. You are being lied to. And that is why a lot of people are struggling. But I am telling you that 99% plus of the dogs that are out there, even biting dogs, can be turned around to be good to great family pets. Because that's what we do as family pets. I don't care how bad your dog is. Of course, we can turn it around, but you can turn it around. And you don't have to go to a dog trainer. No matter where in the world you are, you can access our courses. In fact, we have a brand new course live. Do you remember when we did that eCower Live? How long ago was that, Joelle? February. February. We did a five-day eCower Live, and then the next week we did a two-day live Trouble. troubleshooting. This was unedited live. Nobody does that. I don't know of another dog trainer that would do that. We are doing another 10-day 
It's sort of like green to graduate on steroids, green to graduate problem solving, but green to graduate obedience. We have a dog coming in for 10 days and we are going to document all of this. You'll be able to buy this as a course. It's going to be live unedited. If you can't make the live portion, you're going to get a copy of it. Whoever, whoever, whoever buys the course gets the replays and you own these replays. This is going to be live unedited. This dog chews on hands. It's a five-month-old dog. Oh my, no, he's going to be six months. And he, I've never seen puppy biting so bad. Right. He's annoying. He puts his whole, your whole arm in his mouth and just chomps you up. Like a freaking shark. Yeah. And he's annoying. And, and, and it like annoying doesn't mean bad dog, bad owner. It's just that he's an annoying dog. He actually has great owners. Jumps all over you. Try but, to steal your hair ties, bracelets, jewelry that you have on. Everything. Your shoes. Everything. So you're going to be watching how we stop all that too. Right. We're going into more behavior mod on this too. Not just obedience. But we're also going to have him be awfully trained. Mm-hmm. And he's a nervous dog by nature. Right. So I have a feeling once he gets his very first like real correction. He's very fearful. Food drive is probably going to go away. Yep. And you're going to have to see how mm. we work with yep. dogs who yep. are not super food motivated. Yep. And how we just... This is the dog that was able to go to Angelo's soccer game, if you remember that. This is the dog we're using. It's going to be live, unedited, right there in front of you, mistakes and all. Nothing hidden. Corrections, you're going to see everything. You will see everything we do. And... Can I put this here or you knock it over? I'll try not to. Okay, so... Anyway, let's get right to the questions. When is that going to go up for sale first before we go to the questions? Um, I'm not entirely sure yet because Tony's building out on the new website. Okay. We have a b- brand new Probably web. within a couple of weeks. We're, we're getting a new website. There's a lot of people that had some trouble ordering courses this last week. That's because of the platform the courses sit on. We are switching platforms. Yeah, okay. Just can't handle our volume. It's not even that. It's just like, it just, it, it sucks. We've outgrown it. Yeah. And, we've, and it's actually a really good platform. So, so Tony is actually going to have way more control of this stuff. So let's get right to the questions. Snuggle Buns says hello, everyone. Hey, Snuggle Buns. How are you? Abby, hi, all. Hey, Abby. How are you? Constance. Hey, everybody. Hey, Jeff. Welcome back, Joel. Hope you had a great birthday. Mm, that's right. Joel was gone for the for the the weekend. That's right. It's the first show you've done since you've gotten back. Joel was gone for the weekend. She actually ended up um, coming back a day later because of her flights and um, uh, mix up, not on her fault, but on the airline's air, uh, fault, and um, didn't get here till Monday. So um, uh, Angelo was uh, uh, the, the co-host on Friday, and Angelo did another podcast on uh, on Sunday. He did his own Fun Facts podcast. Fun Facts podcast, and you can see this this podcast on Rumble, and you can see the podcast on um, uh, uh, Facebook and YouTube. You'll actually be able to see this podcast on Rumble, but for some reason I can't stream live on it tonight, and I'm not quite sure what happened because I set it up properly. I just checked all my settings, so I have no idea what's going on. Emily says good afternoon, everyone. Hey, Hey, Emily, how are you? Holly, how do you think Gordon's Arizona, but doing yard work all day to make more outdoor training room? So grateful for sprinklers and a continuous breeze. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. It's that that, that helps. That, that helps in Arizona. Yeah. It's been in the nineties. Yeah. Next. Good as gold. So nice to see Joel's beautiful face. Yep. I agree with you 1,000%. Crixis, be patient, guys. Still working on that time machine to get us all back home. Awesome editing on your videos, Joel. You guys rock. Yeah. Yeah. Joel does a great job. And there's so much content that we document. I actually add the new AI thing I found today into the content course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you did? No, I need to. Oh, you're going to? Okay. Great. Wonderful. figure it out a little bit more. Yeah. Well, when you made the original content course, it didn't exist. It didn't. Right. So, yeah. Next. Um, Holly says, love your hair, Joel. So healthy. Reminds me of Daisy Duke from Duke's Passer. Right. Thank you. You're, you're, aging, you're aging yourself. Whoever just said that. Um, well, the newer one, who played that Jessica Simpson. So I'll take that as a compliment. Oh, there's a newer one? Yeah. Oh, I only know the, I know, only know the older one. I know the newer one. Oh. My generation. I got Everybody it. wanted to be like. Jessica Simpson in her little cut-off shorts and cowboy boots. You, you can pull that off very well. Snuggle Buns, happy to report my six-month-old Papillon is doing better in her down stays, though there is still a little shaking. She's been defaulting to the double down and seems to be truly relaxing. Awesome. Yeah, so there's always there's, there's, there's the, there's the um, physical down and then the mental down, and we talk about that a lot. And a great example was at the outdoor cafe – I'm sorry, the indoor cafe – and if you're not on Instagram, jump onto Instagram, jump on Instagram stories because there's photos and video that um, went up. We got a new dog that we, that came in, that just came in. We did a bunch of filming with that dog um, today. And Joel will be putting up video um, reels um, over the next couple of days. I sound faint. I think that your microphone is. Oh. Oh, I had the settings for my morning show. Amir, hi Jeff. I would appreciate it if you could expand on two points regarding leash reactivity and correcting the loading. A, how does the dog know that he has received the correction for entering a state of over arousal mm -hmm. and not because of anything else? Mm -hmm. And B, how does this cause the dog to know in the future to avoid a state of over arousal in the long term when they, they go for a walk? Okay. I ask only to understand. Okay, Thanks. so number one, we have two courses on, on leash reactivity. I would encourage you to get at least one of them because it's eight hours, 10 hours of my thoughts. The one on the seminar is gonna be way more of how Jeff thinks and what works. And number in the other course that's more expensive shows it in action. But the first course in 197 is done in a seminar. There's something called a marker, okay? How do you know, how does the dog know that when it sits, the food you're giving it is for sitting? because you've delivered a marker, whether that's a clicker or the word yes. Anytime you apply a punisher, I've been saying this from the beginning, anytime you apply a punisher, you say the word no, which is called a marker word, and then you follow that up with a punisher. And it does not have to be in one second, two seconds, three seconds. There's studies out there that say after 30 minutes, but you don't do that. So you can do no, and you can you can count to five and you can apply your punisher. So the dog is associating the behavior, the loading behavior. The dog is loading. You said no. And then a punisher happens. Now, how is, was the second part of the question? How, how does the dog know? How does the dog know... To avoid like a state of overarousal. Right. Because you're teaching the dog, you're doing something called avoidance training. 
So if you knew, if you knew that if you came home late for curfew and your parents said, you're late coming home from curfew, give me your car keys, you lose your car privileges for a week. I'm humanizing this, I know. Now, what's your motivation for coming home on time? You're gonna, you, you, are, you know that if you come home late again, you'll lose your car keys. What happens if I walk up to Joelle and I grab her ass? She'll probably punch me in the face. So I know that the, the act of grabbing her in the ass gets me face, face punched. So I will refrain from doing that action. Now, that's without her even say, saying anything to me. How about if she says to me, don't do that, punches me in the face. Now I really understand why I was punched in the face. Now, dogs are simpler creatures than we are. You don't talk to a dog like you would talk to a human. So you use the marker word, no. How else do we know that it works? 10,000 dogs, 20 years, and I have probably applied punishers to more dogs than your average dog trainer. And I see the association, how? Because a leash reactive dog that has been properly rehabbed, number one, will walk down the street and just ignore dogs. But a dog that is going through rehab, still the rehab stage, the messy middle, they will be walking down the street. They will look to their left at the other dog. You can see them thinking. They'll immediately look away because they want to avoid the punisher. There is an art to applying a punisher. Timing is huge. The marker word is huge. The intensity of the punisher is huge. Also keep in mind, it's only a punisher if the actual behavior stops. So a lot of people, they will be say late to the punisher. The dog is taking off like meaning like it's already starting to be leash reactive, they will apply, say, a firm leash pop, but the dog keeps exploding. You have not applied a punisher. You think you did, but the dog didn't stop the behavior. Therefore, it's not a punisher. So number one, there's your evidence of protocols. Number two, intensive, intensive successful results on stopping leash reactivity aggression, um, slow down stays, um, fighting with other dogs, um, jumping up on people, um, uh, pulling on the leash. Um, that's like, in, so, you know, growling at children, resource guarding, because you're doing these protocols and we can flip it to the reward-based training. How does the dog know in order for it to get the food reward it needs to connect the word down with lying down. How does it know? Because you can teach your dog that the word down means sit. You can do, I mean, you can, you can do that if you want to. You can say the word roll over and that means sit. So you can connect any words you want. That's why words are important, markers are important, timing is important. I hope that answered your question. And if it didn't, just let me know. Next. Terry, is it any idea on a price point for the new 10-day? Probably will be around the $200 mark. Right. Just because it's going to be such a 
a long-winded course right i mean it's it's gonna be it's live too Probably 60 to 90 minutes a day q a q a every day what we do yep. it's also live and, it's and live. Un, live and unedited literally nothing hidden there's no editing involved at all the camera is not being shut off it's gonna be live streamed yeah. Nobody does that. This is, I'm not trying to brag or e be egotistical, but dog trainers would never most likely do that. You know, the cool thing about these live courses that we're doing too is like, this is a different course because this dog does have some behavioral issues right. that need to be stopped. But also we could technically do the same course over and over with any dog because it's always going to look different. Because not every single dog is the same, like when you're working with them. Right. Like the live is cool because you see, you're right. even though we're sorta of doing the same as like the five day e collar, we're doing foundation work first of all, which we did not show in the five day e collar. We're like starting it from square one because mm. this dog knows nothing. For all we know, he's probably gonna fight leash pressure, he'll resist the down, mm -hmm. he'll throw temper tantrums. Mm -hmm. Like this dog literally knows nothing yep. whereas coco who we used for the e-collar we'd already put the foundation work on right, her right so we're taking it even a step back from that on top of you're going to see how we address these really bad behaviors before we really teach the dog anything yep. like Day jumping one, we right. stop all that stuff you see you see how you actually really stop jumping mm -hmm. like in the real world with people that actually get results next um, snuggle buns. My GSD was the worst land shark as a puppy. I had marks up and down my arms for months. So that so could bad. be, I want yeah. you to know you can stop that in less than five minutes, probably even less than that. Cause I don't want, I don't want to be bitten for five minutes and it's always cute. And people are like, well, it doesn't hurt that much. The dog doesn't really mean it. Yada, yada, yada until it does until it does. And why would you allow your dog to practice a behavior you're going to want stopped? So you can stop it cold. Next. Michelle, my dog, who is very easygoing, has decided he doesn't like German Shepherds. Only time he acts out. I have to bring him home because he won't stop whining, staring, and yipping. Okay. So you're not going to solve the problem if you keep doing that. How about if you... How about if you and your... Um, partner if you have a partner if you don't a new partner whatever a friend want to go out to an outdoor cafe and bring your dog and you're sitting and you've already ordered your appetizers beverages and you're already eating your appetizers and the main course is been ordered and all of a sudden the table next to you is someone that sits down with a german shepherd what are you going to do what are you going to do? So how about this? This is what I want you to do. What, what, what does the dog do when it sees German Shepherds? Yips, whines, barks. Okay. Your dog doesn't hate German Shepherds. Your dog yips, whines, and barks at certain dogs. Get rid of the word German Shepherd. Address the actual unwanted behavior. So I would ask you, what... Punisher, because that's how you stop an unwanted behavior. What punisher have you tried to apply? Because right now what you're doing is you're taking the dog home. That's not a punisher. So what punisher have you tried to stop the unwanted behavior? Next. 
Um, Holly said, been working with a dog with leash reactivity. Owner struggled getting her to focus after the big correction. She stops reacting but is disoriented. <clears throat> when and could you or should they keep moving or give her more guidance like changing directions? No, just keep moving. See, I, 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 don't, I really don't care if the dog pays attention to me or not I, at the beginning. At the beginning of the sequence of rehab, I don't care if you look at me. Just stop doing your unwanted behavior. I don't care. You can, you can hang your head in shame. I don't care. It's all, it's all going to, it's all going to work out in the end. It's all going to work out in the end. I don't expect the dog to be thrilled about having a correction applied to it, but it'll, it'll be fine. But you'd be surprised though, how many dogs actually get a proper correction and go, yes, sir. And then all of a sudden are so focused on you. It's actually annoying how focused on you they are. Next. Terry said, I'll listen and watch for the price of the 10-day. Great to see Joelle back. Hope you had a good visit. Yes. Thank you. She actually had a really nice visit. Yeah, the and weather was actually not horrible. And her, sister, and her sister's having a baby boy. She's ha she is having a boy. Yes. yes. We have yes. figured it out. Yeah. Very exciting. This will be my ninth nephew. Yes. It's only three girls, and two of them were twins. So really, they so could have just dodged, been one girl. She dodged a bullet. She could have been twins. Who, Janelle? I know. She is the yeah, twin of yeah, the family. Well, the, the chances of her having twins is very rare. Not in my family. Because it usually skips a generation. My grandmother was a twin. My dad was a twin. Yep. And then my dad had twins. Yep. Which really, Janelle should have had the twins, but Jamie did. Right. Isn't that exactly. weird? Yeah. It's every generation in my family. And my cousin had twins. Wow. The twin gene is strong. Yes. Um, Lisa says, hello, my two dogs play pretty rough. My younger pup actually gets really mean all of a sudden. I've mm. been using Bonker, but it spooks both dogs. How can I correct yes. so only one gets corrected? That's, that's the problem with the Bonker with two dogs. A remote collar works. Also, you can teach both dogs out. Out is going to mean in that context, stop playing and move away from each other. But it's not a really punitive thing. It's more of just like, just guys, stop, stop playing just, just stop playing right now. Go amongst your way, all right? So you'll do that. And I've got a video on that. It's called Out Away From People, but you're going to train that to be used in this context. Lisa also said, listening to you now, answer another question. Should I say the aggressive dog's name? No, then go get her and bonk her. No, you don't say a dog's name followed up with no. Now you can call it another name, if you want to make up a name, use a color. If you want to, you can say, you know, you know, whatever. Shithead. <laughs> shithead. No. And the dog's name is actually not shithead. Um, it's flower, butt. you know, so, I mean, you definitely don't want to say dog's name. No, because then when you say the dog's name, it's going to be like, oh shit, I did something wrong. And that's, mm. and that's not the relationship you want with your dog. Next. Wendy said, thank you for the advice to send confident handlers to do handoffs where I wasn't mentally prepared. This is for my reactive dog at the trainer. Holly went and had a successful handoff, and she was going with another person tomorrow. Awesome. They videoed it for me, and I expect I will get to step in for handoff this weekend. Small successes toward his finding his forever home. Yeah, everything, everything is a small success, and then it's stacked, and it equals huge results. Next. Curation says, hey, guys, my dog is e-collar trained, and I'm trying to figure out a way to fix his whining in the car. Mm, mm. He does good with just me in the car, but when someone gets in, he'll start whining, wanting pets. Right. So that's not just whining. That's also annoying, mm -hmm. nagging behavior. So 
my, the first thing I would do if he's e-coward trained is I would, the first thing I would do because he's also being pushy and snotty and bratty is I would probably say no and apply a heavier punisher on the remote. So a higher level. Okay. And then all of a sudden the dog would go yip and it would probably then back up. One of the other things is when you're in a car, your dog should be in a downstay. Just have your dog be in a downstay in the back seat. Now it can still whine in the downstay, but that's a really good position. It's a good rest position for your dog to be in. And it starts the pattern of calmness in the car. So driving in the car is a calm um, experience. If there's whining, what you can do now is now you've got to troubleshoot. You've got to go up and down that dial and you've got to figure out what's the magic formula to stop whining. Next. Terry says, love the courses. Y'all are awesome. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, Terry. Sarah, the live courses are awesome. Bought the first one you did, and I'm just starting to watch the fearful one. I'm a newish trainer, and I love the troubleshooting and sharpening my e-collar skills as I haven't used them often. Thanks mm. for offering these. Very informative. You're very, very welcome. You might want to think about the mastermind program that we're doing right now. We'll probably take three years off your learning curve. Yeah. Three years off your learning Literally, curve. Literally, we're not exaggerating. Yeah. Yeah, I'll post but, the link if you want to check but, it out. But one of the reasons why we're doing these courses, and I've stopped doing seminars, because we can help thousands and thousands more people mm -hmm. every, 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 every week, every, you know, every month, you know, than we've ever been able to do. You know, the Green to Graduate course, which is the most basic course we have, which teaches your dog that doesn't even know its name to be off-leash trained, has been purchased thousands of times. So if everybody followed through with that, we've got thousands more now trained dogs on the streets, which is great because we do need to raise the bar with our dogs, yeah. with our dogs. Next. Um, Sandy said, is there a course on introducing dogs correctly or is it covered in other programs? No, there's yes, not. There is. We literally just put it in the, the pack training course. Oh, the pack training course. Yes. The full Sorry. integration. Sorry. We actually up until now never had it, but right. it's there now. This was different. And this is the thing about making a course like that. There are so many variables. The reason why we were able to do that is because the dog we introduced it to was our trainer's dog. The, the, the issue is, somebody asked me today about um, introducing dogs, and I'm like, exist together, go for a walk. There's too many variables right now. Every, like, what's the behavior? First of all, I don't know your behavior, the person that's asking the question. I don't know the dog, your dog's behavior. I don't know the dog that it's meeting's behavior, and I don't know their handler's behavior so there's a lot of variables there's a lot of variables it could go wrong more than it goes right and you can have two friendly dogs still get into a tussle if they're introduced wrong but you're right in the latest course we're making right now with the, the four pack of dogs um which is a fantastic course and it's not even done yet because Next, a week from yesterday, Joelle and I fly out to California. Those dogs are being driven back to California. We're going to be spending a week at the owner's house, and then we're going to be training all of the, um, the owner. Um, they also have a, a young baby that's about to turn one, and we're going to be training all of that, and that's going to be in the course as well. 
But yeah, we broke down. I mean, even just from crate and rotate, every single step we took to integrate Goose into that pack. That's it wasn't right. like just like, oh, let's throw him in there. It's like he he lived with these dogs for a couple of weeks before he ever met them. Right. And we explain all of that. And right. we do get to the point where like he's accepted, the pack's doing great, but we break it down step and, by step. And that's really probably the biggest issue is most when you see a dog on the street, I think that's where I was going more, is when you see a dog on the street, it's like, I highly recommend you don't meet that dog. Oh, yeah, no. I highly this recommend, like yeah. You, you get a new dog. Right. And you want it to live in your household yes. with your other dog. Yes. If that's, what the, if that's what this course would be more applicable, applicable towards. But, like, I actually would probably object to making a video on how dogs should properly meet on the yeah. streets. Because I actually don't think they should. Mm-hmm. I actually do not think they should. I think you should just stay in your lane and keep going. Next. Avi says, congratulations and mazel tov. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Lisa said, okay, sounds great. Thank you so much. Happy belated birthday, Joel, fellow Taurus. Thank you. Taurus are the best. Mm-hmm. Stubborn as fuck. Enjoy the journey, dog training. <laughs> That's one quality we can talk about. I think a lot of Taurus end up becoming leaders because of it. Okay. Um, Holly said, highly recommend Mastermind worth every penny. Sure is. It's a game changer. Thanks, Holly. That's it right now. That's all we got. I know. I'm very surprised. Wow. No rants. It's because you're not going on any tangents? Yeah. I mean, a lot of my tangents out um, in the morning. morning. I mean, right now, I've been lately, I've been talking a lot about um, the ban of the cowards in the UK and how I'm sure a bunch of people are celebrating, but you have 500,000 people that are using e-cowers in the UK. And I, this is my suggestion for all the, all the folks in the UK that are going to be affected negatively by this. Um, and I hate how they portray it. I hate how they're like, 500,000 dogs now will be not subject to the harm. It's like, yep, every dog owner is held at gunpoint every morning to put an e-cower on their dog. This is just how stupid and incompetent this industry is and these people these people are you are going to see a mass amount of dogs being killed massive quantity and a massive amount of livestock being killed massive quantity this is what i suggest there's 500,000 people that are using e-cowers in the uk this is what i suggest Every one of you, don't stop using them. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? How much money has been devoted to the enforcement arm of a new law? Whenever a new law is put into place, you need to figure out your budget, your personnel of the new law, and if it involves, number one, a fine, okay. How about if they don't pay the fine? Now, how do you collect it? Okay. How about if they refuse to pay the fine? What's the next step? Oh, we're going to take you to court. Really? Okay. Which building do they go to? Where are these buildings? And who presides over the ruling? So now you need all these judges. I believe they call, I don't know if they're, 
they're called judges in, 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 in the UK. I know they've got magistrates and we don't have magistrates here for, um, um, for, for lawyers, I believe. So, but, so now you're going to have all these people showing up for court, clogging the court system. How many judges are you going to have to now hire? Who's going to pay for that? And then how about if somebody refuses to pay the fine, does not show up for court, continues to use it, now what are you going to do? Are you going to take their dog? Willie, good luck. Good luck. You probably won't be able to take their dog. And if you did, where does that dog go? Oh, it goes into a shelter. What shelter? The crowded shelter? A new shelter? Who pays to have that built? Mm. The e-cower the e shelter? So everybody just keep using them. Have a nationwide boycott. Next. Philly said, I'm a Taurus. Am born on Friday the 13th. Wow. So was I. Look at that. So was I. Interesting. My brother was too. Wow. Very interesting. December 13th. Well, when you have nine kids, you're going to have a lot of similarities, I think, statistically. Probably. Yeah. Next. Sarah, how often is Mastermind offered? Once a year? Yep. Once a year. This is it. This is it. This is it. Take out a loan, use your credit card, finance it, get your butt down here. You'll, the, the money you will make in your first three months after the mastermind will easily pay for, I mean, way more than that. I mean, if you're really, if you really got some, some go get them attitude, you can make it the first week after the mastermind. Next. Mm, Holly said so many people rush meetings and engagement over calm coexistence. How can we better educate them versus example after example? Um, that might be a losing battle. That might be a losing battle. There's a bunch of losing battles in the dog industry. The only thing you can do is don't participate in it. So just don't participate in it. No. So no, no dog is allowed to meet my dogs. My dogs are not allowed to meet other dogs. So I just don't participate in it. And then I also speak up about it. So that's what I do. That, that's, my, that's my solution. That's my education. I do educate by saying, don't do it, please. It's a bad idea. And I give the reasons why. But then I personally, because I am only can be responsible for myself personally. And my dogs, obviously. So I just don't participate in it. No, your dog can't meet my dog. Next. Lisa, I have a six-year-old Rottweiler and I want to get a puppy. Will the California course help me with introducing the puppy into the home? Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's what it's absolutely geared for. Yep. Snuggle buns. It's staggering the amount of people who let their dogs close enough to touch mine when they're in their downstays. I step in front of my dogs and get ready to defend them. I have Good. to always be on guard. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's sad, but true. It's ridiculous. Next. Rebecca, hey, Jane J. Have you ever had a dog redirect on you after being bonked? Not after being bonked, but after being corrected in numerous other ways. It's called redirection. Redirection is real. In fact, the dog that just came in yesterday has redirected twice on its owner. But let me also tell you, let me, let me also talk about redirection. I've had dogs redirect on me 
and no correction was involved. No punisher was involved. Mm -hmm. So I've had dogs redirect on me and no punisher was involved at all. So the punisher didn't create the redirection. I'll go one step further. I've had dogs bite me and I wasn't even holding the leash. That's true. Okay. They just ran up <laughs> to me. True. They just ran up to me and bit me. Mm-hmm. I was they, like, I was minding my own business walking down the street. So, um, but yes, a dog can redirect. And, and the best example is whenever you've told your child to turn off the TV, their video games, to go turn off their lights and go to bed, to do their chores. How many of your kids have said, given you attitude, said, fuck you, hit a wall, flipped you off, maybe behind your back? That show of hands. Not fly in my okay. parents' household. But show of hands, right? That's the dogs that your, 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 your child is redirecting their anger at you. Next. Lisa said, hello again. If two dogs are in contact and you correct one on the e-collar, will they both get a correction? God, no. No. Of course not. It's not like an electric fence. Oh, God, no. No. An e-collar sits on the dog. And, and if, you're, if you're in a room with 1,000 dogs all on e-collars and you push your button, no other dog gets corrected but yours. No other dog gets corrected but yours. The only way that that could happen is if a dog was biting the neck of your dog and that dog had its mouth perfectly aligned that touched both contact points on the other dog, it would get shocked. But no, that's not the way e-cowers work. That's not the way e-cowers work. Next. Um, Bad News says, I've heard trainers say that banning e-callers don't stop their use. It simply makes it harder for people to access good quality training and resources. Right. Of course. They also noted if you want to get rid of e-collar, present a better alternative and let the free market do the rest. Well, they have presented a better alternative. Unfortunately, it's a lie. The better alternative is reward-based training, even though there is no factual evidence. They'll say there's studies, but there's not studies that say that reward-based training stops unwanted behaviors better. There's not a study out there at all. There's opinion pieces, but there's no study. Anybody can say anything. Anybody can say anything, right? But there's no study on that. And also, use common sense. You can't stop bad behaviors with rewards. Next. Um, Wendy said, I need the 2024 mastermind date, please. Wendy, you're going to have to wait. <laughs> we haven't even gone that far. Okay. We don't know. We might not know for a while. Yeah. We don't know. Next. Um, Billy said, people need to learn how to say no to can they meet or can I pet? Right. Yes. You have to have a very strong no. And a lot of people say, well, they feel bad. Really? So I can just walk up to you and touch you? I can just walk up to you and touch you. So you have, a, you have boundary issues, right? I can just walk up to you and touch you. I can sense that shit coming from a mile away. Right. I'll tell people no before they even ask. Right. So No. So I probably can't walk up to you and touch you. You probably will say no, and you'll probably say it pretty strongly and rudely. I, mm-hmm. I highly doubt you'll say, please don't. 
that's one thing you can say about petting your dog the first time is thank you for asking, but please don't. And then you go full scale ballistic on them. Next. Lisa said, oh my God, people need to just speak up and stand up and speak up. Too many just allow themselves to be railroaded. Well, most people do. And most people won't speak up. And you don't have to be as loud as me, but you need to speak up. Yeah. If there's one thing that I do for my shows, I've been doing this for 13 years and, and all of all of our training and me touring the world is I definitely empowered a lot of people to speak up. But the problem is the only reason why this UK law passed, the only reason is because the wrong people spoke up and I predicted it. I called it. I was over in the UK I sat down with Scottish Parliament. It is documented. And no dog trainers, I shouldn't say no dog trainers. There was there was three other dog trainers from Scotland that were also there. My buddy Sean and I were both there. And they talked about, so here I am at Scottish Parliament. And they talked about not banning them, but they wanted to legislate them. And I said, that's a bad idea. And everybody was like, oh, my God, I can't believe we brought Jeff. He literally just, the first words out of their mouth, Jeff said, that's a bad idea. I might have used the word stupid, but I, hopefully, I was, <laughs> hopefully, I was, hopefully I was more respectful in front of Scottish Parliament. And, um, but I said, this is the thing. It's like, you, people need to just stand up. You're letting you're letting a bunch you're letting one percent do all the yelling and screaming and changing laws. Five hundred thousand people are using these collars. You couldn't get a hundred thousand of them to stand up. Next, Crystal said our girl would redirect on us. It was a total out of control, over arousal, excitedness, and pissiness. Yep, bonk that shit right out of her as it was one of the first things I learned with your content didn't take, but a time or two. <laughs> yep. Yep. So Go this figure. is what you do. If you have a redirecting dog, you get something called a dominant dog collar. You get yourself a muzzle. You muzzle up the dog. If the dog goes to redirect, the dog goes up. You don't have to hang it, but it goes up front paws up off the ground. You bonk it, you e-collar it. And because it has the muzzle on you, it can't make contact. That dog needs to absolutely positively know it will never put its mouth on you or there will be an extreme consequence. That's how you stop redirection. And that's how you stop actually a lot of things. Remember, that's not how we teach a downstay. As some videos out there say that if a dog doesn't do a downstay, I choke the dog out. Just think about that rationally. And think about the person that made that video, where their mind is at. Next. Billy said, be ready for dirty looks. I get dirty looks every, everywhere I go. Next. Pat says, hi, J&J. Hey, Pat. Hey, Pat. Snuggle buns. Had a little girl ask to pet my GSD well, today. That was nice. She enjoyed the attention and made her giggle. I love interactions like that when the kids are polite. That's good. Yeah, once in a while, let a little kid do it if they're, like, really nice. But also, but no, either way, even if I say no, day. even if I say no, I'll still thank them. Mm-hmm. I'll say, thank you for asking. That's really, really polite of you to do. And keep it up. Keep asking. But right, But right now... This is not a pettable dog, but there are probably pettable dogs out there. But thank you for asking. Next. 
Um, Pat said, best way to work with a young rescue who has not had any socialization and has anxiety. I'm doing basic obedience and that is going well, but I need help with the anxiety and socialization. All right. The first thing you do, Pat, is you reword your question. Best way to work with a young dog who has had not any socialization. Replace the word rescue with dog. All right. Because it's so important that we get rid of the word rescue, just like we get rid of the word adopted child. So I have three children. One is adopted. Hi, this is this is so-and-so. This is so-and-so. And this is my adopted child, so-and-so. I don't think we would do that. Now, um, there's a lot of variables to what you're looking for. A lot of variables. But I would say the fearful dog course would be a very good course for you. Very, very good course for you. Also, a one-on-one would be a very good course. And the reason why I say that is because it's not that I don't want to give you an answer now, but the answer is lengthy because there's a lot of things that you need to do. So by doing a one-on-one consult, we could be face-to-face, voice-to-voice. We could talk about specific issues. You can send me videos. I can look at the videos. I can see what you're doing. I can judge your skill set. I can see how the dog responds to certain protocols. So it's very, very helpful. It's well, well worth the money spent. Next. That's it. That's all we have. All right. Six minutes left. And for all the people that are eventually going to see this on Rumble, I apologize. We've been having problems with Rumble um, all week. You think it's the platform? No. I think it's... I, I, I checked the code. See, you have to put it in manually. You've got to put the RTMP code in. and and I. But I'm doing it, and I'm doing it proper. And then you've got a toggle to play an RMTP. And then that's toggled. And then it actually shows that it's... It actually showed that it should have been there. Hmm. But it's not showing up in my Rumble uh, profile. Um, hmm. But we've got to figure it out because I will be um, doing a brand new podcast on rumble it's going to be a once a week podcast it's going to have nothing to do with dog training next terry said i have the the fearful dog course it's amazing so much troubleshooting in it yeah the fearful dog course is great we're putting out some really really good courses right now they're very very affordable if you have a dog that doesn't even know it's obedience the green to graduate course is great if you've got a dog if you this is what's really really nice there is a fantastic bundle out there there's four bundles now we just added two new ones. But there is a bundle out there of green to graduate fearful dog. I'm sorry, green to graduate leash reactivity. You get two different leash reactivity courses and you get the green to graduate. I think we have a bundle that includes fearful. But now we have a bundle. Those were one of the okay. ones that were added. Yeah, I totally add those. And yeah, those are, um, you get, let's see, green to graduate leash reactivity um, and the leash reactivity seminar Rehabbing fearful a fearful dog, dog and the pack train. And so you get five courses. Five courses transforming a pack of unruly dogs. So five courses for $5.99. It's incredible. It's and then, or incredible. we have the green graduate leash reactivity and then rehabbing fearful dog. Right. So, yeah, go so. when you go to our website, um, academy.solidcanidetraining.com, scroll all the way down and you'll see the bundles. The bundles are very, very well worth it. I mean, people are dropping hundreds and hundreds of dollars on dog training that's getting them nothing. Mm -hmm. All of our courses are based on 
working dogs in the real world, working dogs in the real world. Here's a question. Casey says, I feel like I already know the answer to this. However, I've always kenneled my dogs since they were puppies, Mm -hmm. seven and three years old. When I go to work, all of a sudden, within the last few months, they started destroying their kennels to break out and have succeeded at this point. What's your suggestion to knock this off? We've welded these kennels four times already. So I think what you need to, um, what you need to do is this. You have to set them up to fail. That's so random for them to just start now. It's out of the blue. It could be anything. It could be a new environmental. It could be a new dog in the neighborhood. It could be a new sound in the neighborhood. Are you just loving on them too much? You, you then... could be giving them. Did you have a change in your relationship, a money situation? Did you have a death in the family? Have, has your mental state changed? Um, have you been giving them um, a lot more affection than you normally do? Did your kids just go away to school or kids move out of the house and now you're replacing? You're giving more um, affection to your dogs. Um, are you not as strict and structured as you used to be? You've got a little bit lax on their training. So a couple of things. Number one, go back to um, the beginning and really, really work on your most basic fundamentals of training. Number two, if you have e-cowers, what you do is you set up a video camera. And the problem is if they're trying to break out of their crates two hours into, like, when you leave, you know, that's a long time you've got to sit there. But you try to set it up so the dogs, when they try to break out of their crates, they get a pretty strong correction. So then that will be avoidance. Um, you will hear that the dog then will um, have a negative association with the crates. I'm assuring you, I've never seen that happen before in my life. I've seen dogs already have negative associations with the crates before they come to us and we fix it. That's what I've seen. Next. Bad news says rescue dog is another term for a dog someone got for free and sold you for a bunch of money. Yes. It's more about the mental aspects. Because when you say you have a say you have a dog that you that you got from a shelter, you usually say the word rescue dog. Now, how about if this dog is has some bad behaviors that need strong corrections? You're going to have a mental block a lot of times applying a proper punisher to that dog, but that's what you need. That's what the dog needs because you're going to feel some part of your heart is going to feel bad, which means you're normal, by the way, but it's going to keep you from actually serving that dog properly. Next. Um, Kim says, happy birthday week, Joelle. Thanks, Kim. Jeff, I love your acrobat acrobatics in the store with the fab four jumping oh yeah at 57 i still got it i was gonna do a car- finger dancing yeah i was i was aging yourself I, I was gonna cartwheel over them but i nobody needs to see that nobody no. needs to oh my see god that. i don't need to be picking you up off the floor yeah nobody needs to see that but you know that was a fun outing short on it we took a nice out courtney and i had a nice outing today we, did a, we got a lot of filming done today. You'll be proud of us. We got um, the new dog. We got a lot of the, the uh, leadership protocols done. We got um, some great, great public access um, uh, uh, work done at the cafe. I mean, I was just like, we just walked in. They downed like a champ. We were there for about an hour. Mm. And we had two of the, um, uh, the, the staff come over and sit down with us. And these dogs are just like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Pretty neutral at this okay. point. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's, it's eight o'clock. I want to thank all of you for your wonderful questions. 
thank you so much for participating in our podcast. Tomorrow morning, it's the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. I do that Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then this podcast will be on again on Friday mm-hmm. um, um, uh, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then this weekend, Angelo will be doing his podcast. So, yeah, it's it's we're becoming quite the podcast family over here. Podcast. Yeah. So... I appreciate all of you. I love all of you. And um, and uh, take care. Think about getting a course. It's the best thing you can do is share the show. You know, share the show. The show is free. So you can share the show. Tell someone about it. Like the show. Mm-hmm. Share the show. Um, and um, think about getting a course. You don't have to, but just, just think about it. If you're struggling, these courses are powerful. It's not just your another you know, wasted couple hundred dollars. I mean, if you apply, if you apply the information that's in these courses, you'll have a different dog. You'll have a different dog. All right. Take care, everybody. Everybody have a fantastic evening. Good night. Good night.